This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome back to another episode of HFC Chat. I do hope that you all enjoyed the first episode and it's been great to have some feedback from you as how to improve it and what you would like to see moving forward. Can I just stress that I really value your interaction and whenever something about the podcast is announced on the pages, it would be great if you would engage because this really helps us to improve the content and help us to move forward. Unfortunately, last weekend's trip to Solihull was postponed due to the weather and therefore there was no game to play this weekend and thus no talk about the result in this week's episode. However, let's look ahead to this Saturday's crunch game against Notts County, which is a 3pm kickoff at the Vic. Some, including myself, would say that this is seen as a must-win game if we have a chance to still get into the playoff positions come the 25th of April. In regards to team news, there are no changes on the injury front with Michael Raines, Fraser Kerr, Adam Bale, Luke James and Luke Williams still all out. However, positive news is that Gavin Olan is back into contention after he served his one-match suspension during our Tuna win over Aldershot Town. Following on from County's relegation from League 2 last season, they've certainly found their feet in the league and currently sit in the playoff positions, occupying 6th place on 51 points. Four points above pools and six places in the league, with us currently sitting in 12th. They did, though, have a shaky start to the campaign, only winning twice in the first 12 games, and at the start of September sat in 15th place. Carl Wooten and Wesley Thomas have played a pivotal role in consolidating the Magpies as strong playoff contenders, with 13 and 10 goals respectively. Their recent form consists of two draws, two wins and a loss that came back in on January the 25th against Dagenham and Redbridge. We last met back on November the 2nd where we let a 2 lead slip after goals from Gavin Houlihan and Luke James put us ahead and we came away with just a point from Meadow Lane. 
and we do go into the game this weekend as Bucky's favourites. Now for your predictions, there were three of you predicted a 2-0 win, five of you predicted 2-1. Grant Johnson said 1-0, a narrow win, and then Chris Thieb, Sam Arnell and Ronnie all predicted it would finish all square, 2-all and 0-0 respectively. So now I'm going to suggest my starting 11 for Saturday and let me know if you agree in the comments on the pages of Facebook, uh, Hartlepool United News and Twitter, HUFC Chat. In goal, kill it. We have to continue to back him as I feel he has a lot of potential and could turn out to be a really good keeper for us in time. And I also think he has better attributes than Mitch Beanie, who I didn't feel was very competent in his stint in net. Defensive, Macaulay Sutherland, Liddell. Odessina and Kitchen, midfield of Feds and Shelton in the middle, Molyneux and Hulan out wide, with Harker and Keener up front. I think I'd like to see Keener start to see what he can do, and then if it's not working after an hour, let Toure come on and have, have a run at their defence and see whether they are able to cope with that. This week, I was asked whether I could talk about the retain list and looking towards the summer in terms of recruitment. Uh, firstly, we'll look at some members of the opponent's squad in a bit of detail. And I also asked you about what you thought, and here's what some of you said. Three main names that came out were Gavin Houlihan, Nicky Featherston, and Luke Molyneux. However, Luke James was also mentioned in the key players that we should retain. Uh, let's focus on these three, though. Gavin Houlihan has to say, has to stay. I think most Pools fans will say this. He shows passion, desire to make runs, get past a man very capable of putting in a good ball and also chips in with some goals. He's what we need in terms of a winger and he's definitely a fan's favourite. You could say only the best get a whole chant dedicated to you, so he must be doing something right. It is what we've been crying out for at Pools and if we hadn't signed him at the end of last season, with Luke Molyneux out injured, uh, I think we would be lost. He had so much to the team and always gives 110% and I think Dave Challoner knows that and knows that it will be pivotal to help us continue to move forward and push up the league. Nicky Featherstone was second highest uh, in the votes. There was an article in the Mail this week about the divide between the fans base around Nicky and you can understand where some of this is coming from. He was at the club in the toughest part of our recent history and many would argue he didn't stand up to be counted. He was quite negative in his play at times, he either went sideways or backwards which frustrated many. However, on his day, he is untouchable and he's been referred to as the non-league Xavi by some. And although that might be slightly comical, I think given the attitude that he's got at the moment, if he continues like this and keeps this level up, I really think that it would be key to providing us with a push into the playoffs next season, if not this season, if we can sneak in. His final ball's really improved and he's played a big part in assisting and setting up attacks which have led to some key goals this season and I genuinely believe he's a crucial player to keep hold of. I think it's great he showed glimpses when I was talking about the difficult times at the club of what he was capable of and I think if he'd done that a lot more he wouldn't have been under so much criticism so it's really good to see him putting in some really solid performances. And then let's look at Luke Molyneux. A very capable player, as he showed us before he signed permanently. And even when he made his first start of the season just two weeks ago, where he grabbed a goal and assist, he showed his quality. And I think his value is self-explanatory. Those who have seen him know what he's about. And I think he will continue to show that, hopefully, in the last 
end of the season, last leg of the season, um, and then hopefully be able to push on for the next campaign in 20, 2021 season. There were a couple of shouts for Jimmy Toure, and I think it's worth touching on and elaborating on this a bit more. For me, I have no doubt about the quality, and I'm sure a lot of fans feel that same, that he can, and he can provide when he wants to. But we haven't seen that on a regular basis recently. We saw it a lot, for example, his goal, the goal he's chipped in and that goal at Chesterfield in the 5-1 triumph. Um, but I just feel he isn't giving it everything for some reason. He hasn't seemed to be interested recently. And with the rumours created by his agent about him leaving, eight clubs, I think, his agent mentioned were interested, all which were dismissed by Dave Challoner, apart from one bid that they had but that never came to fruition and I do find it hard not to feel that he may want away from the club and at the club we want people who are giving their all week in week out and fighting for that shirt and I don't think he's doing that and therefore I feel if he moved on he wouldn't be as big a miss as we initially thought he would be when he was performing week in week out and giving it everything now Luke James for me may be slightly lacking in his physique but he has such a sharp touch and turn. He uses the ball extremely well and isn't afraid to run at his man. I think he's a really talented player and he never gives up. He runs for the full game and is the type of player that we want at pools. I think he's been a great loss since he's he's been injured. I think we've lost that. We've lost that edge. And in addition, he loves the club and I think the fans love him. And before he went out through injury, many would say he was perhaps back to his old self in some respects when he was at the club in his first stint when he was a young lad um, for me the three members of the squad we have to keep excluding loan players which I'm going to come on to soon um, I think I have to agree with you Gavin Houlihan, Luke James and Nicky Featherston are three very crucial players I believe however it isn't as straightforward as that because I think there are some players who really add value and should they give everything for the shirt week in week out play, can play a pivotal role going forward the likes of Miles Anderson who has returned back from his loan at Aldershot I think he's a really good defender he reads the game well and if we don't manage to get Lidl on a permanent or um, Odessina I think he could have a real place um, in the team he went through that spell of just putting everything on the line and he lost teeth and got knocked out I think he was unconscious at Chorley um, so I think he's a, he's a really good player Gus Mafuta he's shown glimpses of what he's really like and if we can see that more frequently and we don't manage to get Shelton then he can him and Nicky Featherston could do more than a good job in the centre and midfield um, he's strong physical I think he reads the game well he just needs that consistency as I've just mentioned and I think although he's undercut come under a lot of um, criticism recently in his tarts, in his spell so far sorry at the club Mark Kitchen I think he's been really solid this second half of the season he, just, he seems like he's finally settled in and that he knows what he what he wants to do and he seems to really care about putting a performance in and I think he's been really solid um, in this last period of the season and finally Aaron Cunningham is one for the future more on this a bit later but he's a young defender who I think we could really mould to be a 
good strong centre half um, in the future. If not this, if not this next coming season, then perhaps the season after. He just needs more game time. But I'll touch on this later. I also asked you about loan players that are currently at the club who you really want to see back at the Vic for the 2020-21 campaign. Firstly, let's look at Gary Liddell. Um, us as supporters, and rightly so, can be sceptical about players returning to former clubs. Uh, look at what happened to Dimi Constantopoulos after the Harrogate game. That really didn't work out, which was sad to see him leave the Vic in that way when he'd been remembered as perhaps one of the heroes in his previous stint. But since Lids has come in, he's really been key at the back. Calm, composed, willing to bring the ball out of defence. I would even go to say that he's made the back line more stable. And him and Timmy, who I'll come on to in a minute, look really strong at the centre of defence. And I feel that they really complement each other. Timmy Odessino, we brought in until the end of the season from Norwich um, on loan and he's settled in straight away it's great to see such an agile centre half who isn't afraid to put a foot in and can be relied on to sprint back and cover anyone who's been pushing up the field and he's calm and he reads the game well and he likes to play it out from the back like Gary Liddell as I was saying they really complement each other you've got the experience of Gary and he can pass this on to he can pass this on to Timmy as well Timmy's a younger player coming up and I think that really works well. Challen has got two really good additions there that play well to each other. Gary, I think you wouldn't mind me saying this, isn't as quick as he used to be. He wasn't the quickest when he was at the club in his last spell, but it's great. He plays the ball out and he's calm. And then we've got Timmy who's also calm but quick as well. And I think it's a great combination. And then there's Macaulay Southern Hales. Uh, some pulleys are now referring it to him as the Welsh Kioso. I can't lie, I'm already seeing why these comparisons are being drawn. He's composed, again, reads the game well, likes to get forward and doesn't shy away from a big tackle or header. I feel these three are key for us to sign on permanence if we want to be serious about pushing on as a club. Hopefully Gary will sign. I know there's positive talks. Well, that's the what I'm getting from listening to Dave whenever he's talked about that. Um, Timmy, I'm not sure. Norwich might see him as one for the future. We may be able to get him in on loan again. Or even Dave might be able to get him on a permanent. I don't know. But I think Southern Hales may be difficult to get on a permanent as I'm sure he's wanting to establish himself back with his parent club at Fleetwood. But if Dave Challoner can sell him a vision of where he wants our club to be then I have no doubt as to why we won't be seeing him back at the Vic next year. Let's move further up the field into midfield and talk about Mark Shelton. He's been a revelation since he's arrived. Um, he may not have been at the best in his first couple of games, but it's important to let the players settle in and give them time. He hadn't had much game time at Salford, so for him to be thrown straight in, now he's certainly repaid that. He seems to be that composed midfielder who can pick a good pass, get the play moving forward, where in the past we've perhaps just sometimes played negative football and turned backwards. But I feel he really fits the bill and is what Chandler wants for his style of play. He's not afraid to have a shot. He's got a few couple of goals. He's got some assists. I just think he's been perhaps the best signing in perhaps a couple, last couple of seasons maybe. You could even argue, although he's on loan. Um, and there was some great news in the week reported 
I think it was in the mail about a gentleman's agreement perhaps between Pools and his parent club Salford um, according to Dave Chalmers so let's hope that he's able to complete the move up to North East on a permanent basis and this rumour can come to fruition finally Rob Harker centre forward hasn't been at the club for long but he seems to be the physical type of build that we're cry been crying up for up top I haven't managed to see him play as of yet but feedback I've had from some of you suggests that he really holds the ball up well, he's clever with his feet, so I look forward to seeing the unknown Burnley striker more before the end of the season. In terms of recruitment, personally, I feel we are still a striker short. Nico Muir is banging in the goals on loan at Hemel Hempstead. Um, I think he's a really good player. He's got pace. He again, he just didn't have. He wasn't getting game time. Um, but I think if he got more game time, then potentially. Dave might see him for the future but I don't see that happening personally um, for me I think we need really need a target striker who can hold up the play is physical makes their defence the opposition's defence back off we've la really lacked that in department for quite in that department for quite some time now so I think if Dave manages to bring someone in whether that is Harker I don't know depending on his performances and what his plans are at Burn, what the plans are at Burnley for him, perhaps he is the answer. But um, that definitely needs to be addressed for me. Um, I also feel that another keeper is required. I know I said we have to stick behind Killip earlier, but we also need someone experienced who's going to push him, who's going to help him learn. And since Trevor Carson and Scott Loach depart to Motherwell and Barnet respectively, I think we've really again really struggled in that department. If we can secure Shelton and Liddle, then that would be a great start, and even better if we can get Macaulay Southern Hales on board. But we have to be able to plan for not getting them. Um, but Dave Chandler knows what he wants and has a clear vision, so I think we just all have to trust in his recruitment and the plans that he has, because he is the first man that I really think is the one to take us forward, and the club needs to stick by him. If we have a bad run of results... Dave will be working his hardest to turn that around so I think if we trust in Chaloner he's shown some of the additions that he's already made are very strong we just need to continue to trust in that in general news young defender Aaron Cunningham moved out on loan to Blythe Spartans until the end of the season Aaron is definitely one for the future for me as I mentioned earlier I think he just needs more match experience and it'll do, do him well he reads the game very well and he's calm and solid at the back so therefore I think he'll play a cru crucial role in the future whether that be next season or in a season's time I don't know but I think he's one that we have to keep hold of if we can and also news came out since the last podcast that Luke Williams is not expected to be involved this season according to China and the Hartlepool Mail I think this is a real shame as we all know what he's capable of producing but due to how susceptible he is to injury, I don't think it was worth taking the risk on him again. I know the positivity that was surrounding the club when he signed, including myself, um, and we thought perhaps he could be the one that will really help us to become that team that scores lots of goals with the quality the, that he added to the squad. But I, I just unfortunately don't think we can keep him on at the club because he's potentially I don't know this situation but he's potentially taking up wages which could be used on another player that would really add some quality to the team this being said I do feel sorry for him 
I'm sure he wishes he could be playing a big part in the squad. No professional footballer, whatever you say, wants to just sit out on the sidelines when your teammates are kicking a ball around and contributing to the output of the club. So I think if he does get back onto the pitch before the end of the season, however unlikely that is, we need to get behind him. We need to show him the support, as I know Pools fans always do. But if not, I think it's just been a real shame that it hasn't worked out. Well, that's another episode of HFC Chat done. I'm pleased to announce that I'm now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. And there's a few others that aren't as well known that I'm on, um, which you can find me by searching HFC Chat and it will come up. Please subscribe and really appreciate that. Thank you again for the support and listening in. Do keep engaging with the pages on social media at HFC Chat on Twitter and Hartlepool United News on Facebook. I hope lots of you will get along to the Vic tomorrow to get the place bouncing and hopefully cheer the lads on to three big points which could be a season-defining clash. Keep the faith and never say die. Look forward to having you back for the next episode of HFC Chat. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage nissan townstar ev strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable no, just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty and with a bench full of all-star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all-star quality search nissan townstar ev and visit your local all-star van center to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.